0: All right, let's uh, crack open our iced teas, get some energy from watching that piece of shit.
1: Yeah, we need something. I don't know, hard drugs, heroin. You all painted up for
0: crackhead, huh? <laughs> Halloween ain't so mañana. Just another Halloween. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. We are just another movie night, and I am Scott.
1: And um, you, I'm Joe.
0: You pretty girl are you definitely Joe.
1: You better stop.
0: And well, this is a uh, one of my favorite all time things to do with my best friend, my love, of my life. Talking trash.
1: Talking trash.
0: Talking trash, indeed. And here we are again at the end of the biggest debacle of the show so <laughs> far. Horror remakes in October oh for Halloween. See,
1: this just shows you right here that we should, I mean, they, they just should not do horror remakes. Horror remakes are no well, good in the
0: 2000s. Can we say this? Mm-hmm. We, we definitely need to make a list of all the horror remakes we've ever seen and say, what is the percentage of bad versus good? Okay. Because this year, we've decided to watch these remakes of ones we've never seen. And that's the problem. We've seen a lot already. Yeah, we've seen a lot. And so we're really scraping the barrel, finding remakes we have never heard of. And we were destined for failure because we're scraping the barrel because this is talking trash. Yeah. And so this particular night, we are only doing the movie we're doing because at the beginning of this, I was questioning, what are horror movies that you want to see actually remade? And you said mask of <laughs> the, the red, red death, death. <laughs> and then we found out that there is a mask of the red death
1: well no there are several well
0: let me get to that but i was gonna say and so here we are watching mask of the red death now so to to get this straight we are watching the mask of the red death from 1989 not to be confused with mask of the red death from 1989 <laughs> or 1964
1: well, you can't confuse it with 1964, because not only is that Vincent Price, who's my favorite, but it's also Roger Corman.
0: I want to help save your soul so you can join me in the glories of hell. No, never. This is uh, based off the Edgar Allan Poe short story, right? Or is, there, is it a, a long story? I think it's a short story. No, right?
1: it, Yes, but it's also not in any way, shape or form a remake. It's not.
0: Yeah, excuse my, i um, drinking because I have to get some um, some liquids in me because this one this one's a snoozer.
1: Yeah, this is this is gonna be a very short podcast because number one, we
0: always say that no, and it we is rant it for is. about two hours. Okay,
1: well, I mean, this was this was this brutal. This is brutality on my eyeballs. This movie was so like I don't really understand why it was made. Like how how did this even get made?
0: All right, so we're watching. Like we said, The Mask of the Red Death from 89, not to be confused with the other 89. Uh, This one is directed by Alan Birkinshaw. How do we know? I'm I'm pronouncing that right. How do we know Alan Birkinshaw? He is the director of The Man Who Couldn't Get Enough, aka Confessions of a Sex Maniac.
1: Oh my god. Well we he also did Don't Open Till Christmas. Remember that ha- one? No,
0: we've never seen it.
1: We haven't seen that no. one? Oh, um, we're gonna getting like that, that no. one confused with the other one. That was a piece of shit.
0: We're gonna do that one in December. So we're gonna second we're gonna double down on this director in December.
1: Oh Lord, why?
0: <laughs> All right, this movie has a three point eight on IMDB with only three hundred and ninety-one people rating it. That's yeah. the lowest I think we've watched in a long time.
1: Uh, is it though? Is it?
0: I mean, we've been hitting the thousands. I think we've been shocked a lot of the time that a lot of people have seen some of the ones we've done.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, this one is starring Herbert Lom, who uh, everybody should know as Inspector Dreyfus from my favorite one of my favorite all time children series of movies, The Pink Panther. <laughs> I adore the pink panther movies and inspector dreyfus is hilarious this actor is great in that series yeah but he is working off his whole joke is to go nuts because of inspector Clouseau on the telephone there's something personal in this yes deeply personal i hate you every little bit of you now get out you want me to leave uh, and this is also starring Frank Stallone, a.k.a. The Other Stallone.
1: <laughs> well, first of all, leave Frank Stallone alone. <laughs> yeah, honestly.
0: And Brenda uh, Vaccaro from Midnight Cowboy. And uh all three of these actors have worked with this director uh before on another movie called Ten Little Indians.
1: Which is an Agatha Christie
0: book. Yes. And I'm... I'm dying to watch that one because I don't know if I'm right, but Donald Pleasance is the star of that. Yeah, film. Yeah,
1: I've seen it. Have you seen yes, it? Yes, because I used to, I'm. I love Agatha Christie. I I, have are seen you sure it.
0: you've seen this version?
1: Yes, I've seen it in school. I saw it in school. Yeah, I did. Am I? You sure this. it's
0: the same version? Because this one's only got a four.
1: Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's only one version of Ten Little Indians.
0: I d well let's I'm, I'm just so I can point this out to you. This director has only done remakes because he also redid House of Vault of Usher.
1: Actually, excuse me, I sound correct there are many versions yes, of there Ten was, Little Indians. Yes,
0: and the good one. There's a good one that you saw. Okay. This is a shit version of it.
1: Oh, Lord. Okay, then I must have seen the, the good one, because there's only, I mean, yes. my English uh, teacher only would uh, send, would show us the good one.
0: Yeah, I'm not thinking your English teacher is going to show you the Frank Stallone Agatha Christie movie. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> no, I think it was the 1974 version of the one we watched. Yes,
0: I'm sure, name some of the actors in that one.
1: <laughs> okay, Just to so double
0: down on what we're talking Oliver
1: about Oliver Reed. Yep. Richard Attenborough. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Ooh, then, yeah. but Herbert Good. Lom is in that one too. I'm just saying. He really? Is. Yes, he is.
0: So wait a minute. Now I'm a little confused. Is Frank Stallone in that version?
1: No, he's not in the '74 version. But I will tell you who is Orson Welles. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yes. Yes, there is. There are two versions of Ten Little Indians, one from 1965.
0: Herbert Lom is in both versions of this film?
1: Yeah. Get
0: the hell out. That is really crazy.
1: Let's check 1965. Let's see if he's in that one. Oh, no, (laughs) Fabian is in that one. The singer. (laughs) Wow. Why
0: why would that actor do two versions of the same movie? He's playing different characters.
1: Christopher Lee is in the 1964 version. All right, let's move on. And by the way,
0: we got to point this out. There's a 1987 version, a 1965 version, a 1989 version, and a 1974 version of Ten Little Indians.
1: It keeps going. Oh, there's also a 59. 1959. Wow. Yeah, so we got a lot going on here, but whatever. So
0: Yeah. Well so one last actor to point out is also Christine Lund. Is that how you name? Lundy? Lund. Lundy I
1: think it's Lundy.
0: Okay, let's just say that. Christine Lundy from We Know Her from Bad Movie All Star Shit. She was in Young Rebels and Mankillers.
1: Mankillers was such a sack of crap. Once we figured that out, we
0: we pinpointed exactly where we knew her from. We were like, oh, the one that was terrible in uh, man killer. Yeah,
1: she's not a good actress. I hate to say it, but dang, okay. She's just, I mean, she's one of those people that like just don't even focus on her acting at all, just stare at her boobs, you know. That I hate to say it, but that's what she's got going for her. She
0: does, she has a nice body, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that's what it is.
1: That's what I'm
0: saying. Uh, Wow, is she obnoxious in this film?
1: Oh, it's beyond. It's the worst. She's playing, uh, she has a French accent in this, and it's just dreadful.
0: And it is it is a fake accent, we find out. She is doing, that. that's like a part of the end of this movie. Yeah. But, yeah, this is uh, Talking Trash. So on Talking Trash, if you don't know, if you're new to the party, we're sorry. If you're new to the party and this is the first one. Um, but what we do on Talking Trash is we rip apart the, the movie, you watch it. And we Talk about it so you don't have to see it. That's what we normally do. We spoil it. If this is something you're interested in, we're going to tell you right now don't see it.
1: I, I mean, I can't believe I just watched it. Yeah, yeah it uh, was just so. I was
0: there was a part in the movie a- when my eyes glazed over. I actually glazed over you were quiet like for a Krispy a Kreme donut, and I uh, in the red light mm, just glazed donuts. over, <laughs> drifting at the ceiling, and like, oh, yeah. A movie we're doing for the podcast. Yeah. So let's talk about the plot. And let's just say There's if you plot. didn't know this was a bad movie, you should know. Because it has every single thing you don't want to see in a movie. Yeah. It starts with a long driving credit sequence.
1: Which we freaking hate. We, we hate, hate it. it. hate it, hate it's, it, hate it.
0: It also a sign of bad movies. It If there is no plot for 10 minutes... And it's only credits and driving. And I'm sure it wasn't that long, but it feels like that. It's a sign of a bad movie padding out the time. And another bad thing. When your movie starts with a dream sequence. Within its own opening. Just run for the hills.
1: Yeah, just stop the movie and watch something else.
0: And also, dreadful music. This movie has it in spades. This movie actually uses what I would say is a sampling of free music. Everything in this movie sounds like free music. I'm just going to pepper back and forth between the movie's actual music and fake free music and see which ones you actually think are the real ones. (laughs) Because I can't, I couldn't tell you. This sounds like something I have seen in like a Muzak. Yeah. line lineup. Uh, uh, it, it's odd. And this movie starts off with a woman driving. She's driving a car. She uh, finds she actually in the opening of this driving sequence, she falls asleep. Right. Because even she's bored. <laughs> Even For the movie got bored. In. It you, you yawns we're, and gets bored in her f- own. F- I think it's about a couple minutes in. This no, is about three no minutes way. of driving.
1: She's driving that long.
0: Editor's note. Three minutes and five seconds of driving and credits with no talking. I can't. Luckily we were eating dinner and we were watching the opening here. And so we were able to focus on food. But when she started yawning, I was like, that's a bad sign. So of course she yawns, stops her car, to at a castle. But yeah. what she happens is she goes into the castle and she follows. Of course, what of what of what else would one do when they find piles of blood on the floor? She follows it.
1: Yeah. So there's like a blood trail, you know, leading from the front door,
0: which looks like in a mausoleum.
1: It looks like a mausoleum. Yeah. You know
0: that scene. It does that. That one of those actual decent scenes in the phantasm film Uh where there's an actual mausoleum and and you just decide to walk around the creepy mausoleum well she's walking this mausoleum and by the way on her front seat when she picks up her camera we get to see magazines and i guess she works for this magazine and the magazine is titled simply snoop
1: it's a gossip brag. Snoop It's Magazine. a gossip brag, so you know that she's one of those, you know, pieces of crap paparazzi that just, you know, will ruin people's lives and follow them around and all that stuff. But So she goes into this freaking what is definitely too small to be a living room of a castle. It looks like a mausoleum. So she goes inside, and there's she follows the trails of blood, and I'm just like, okay, that's, that's normal, so let's just, yeah, keep going. Just follow the trails of blood instead of running out screaming. And... Then she gets to what looks like a. a
0: it's like a coffin, coffin heart with a, heart beating, with a, on a top. beating
1: heart on it, and all of a sudden she looks down at her chest and her there's a hole in her chest, and she like freaks out or whatever. I was like, okay, that's what I said to you. I looked over and I said, well, she's definitely dreaming. Or dreaming? I mean, definitely dreaming. Yeah. This is you know whatever. So. Then she gets rousted out of her sleep and slams on her brakes. To she was get driving.
0: To... She fell asleep at the wheel because yeah. she was so bored by the credits.
1: I mean, so was I, but I was too focused on my chickens. So I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> you made a very good meal I, tonight. I, thank you.
0: I uh, I love that the heart was beating comically and shooting blood from all of the veins, like the uh, valves, the mm-hmm. heart valves, just shooting. I love that it leaked. For as long as it did onto the floor for her to follow it in her dream? Yep. I don't understand why in the dream she sees her Snoop magazine. Because when she wakes up, the magazines are not on her passenger seat, but Edgar Allan Poe's book is. Yeah. Wow. Well, and they just goes, wanted to set her up. She goes, oh boy, I shouldn't fall asleep reading this stuff.
1: I've been reading too much of this stuff.
0: <laughs> she was driving. Yeah, so... Yeah.
1: Or no, you know what she said? She said, I, I really have to stop reading this stuff. She didn't say, I, I like, in oh, other oh, words, I like, see what you're saying. she has to stop reading it, yeah. not necessarily while she's oh, driving I mean, a vehicle. It's just an
0: odd thing to say. Look, like, by timing. the way, this movie is based on this book. <laughs> uh, and uh, <laughs> but let's just say this, too. This is another terrible, terrible thing. Then she just starts narrating. So here I was, going to a party, not any party, Ludwig's party, in the middle of Bavaria, but I didn't have an invitation. Editor's note, that was me fake narrating over the 1991 Sega Genesis game Toe Jam & Earl. Here's the real scene.
1: So here I was, in the middle of Bavaria, going to a party not any party but one of ludwig's special parties my assignment to get an exclusive on elena Hart, queen of the source the only problem was i didn't have my own invitation okay that's when i asked you i said is this like a a lifetime special
0: is this a lifetime the first thing i said to you was oh she dead the whole movie
1: okay we thought that she because it's like one star like that we made a joke from Beetlejuice,
0: and but. not one moment in this movie feels like a real thing is happening.
1: No, because everything like a from haze. here on
0: it feels like a fucking joke.
1: It seems like a dream sequence the whole movie because there's like a haze over the whole movie. It's really weird. Yeah, Um
0: and none of the scenes work in in sequence. Like things just randomly keep occurring. It, it's one of the oddest. Most rushed films I've I've watched in a long time. It's just a fucking mess. Uh, she narrates now, and she tells us that she is working for a some kind of like you said magazine, and she's going to get a scoop on a famous heiress.
1: No, it's not an heiress. It was uh the duke or whatever. His no, name she's was. not
0: particularly looking for the duke.
1: Who is she looking for? The we don't woman. even. What woman?
0: I said oh, it. it's the actress Elena. from *The Cowboy*. Right. Yeah,
1: Elena. Elena. Yeah, she's like some aging debutante.
0: That's what I'm saying. She's some kind of weird heiress, some kind of famous person that she feels like uh, she needs to uh, get information or a scoop on this woman.
1: Yeah, I don't get it. It,
0: it isn't really explained, but she says she's going to. Found, her name is Elena Hart, and she finds like she figures like if she goes and sneaks to this. Now they're having a masquerade. The their 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 name of their party. Is themed after the mask of the red death. Mm-hmm. That's the party, yeah. That's the theme, and but, I wouldn't say any of it feels like it's themed that way. It's yeah. just like a random ball where people are dressed. And the the, the this king of this guy at this castle, this duke when well, he's not even duke, I don't no, know what he is. No, they call
1: him Ludwig, his name is Ludwig, but they call him like something, I don't know what he is, Chancellor or some crap, I don't know. Um, because Duke is played by Frank Stallone. And that's like yeah. literally She's some his some kind
0: of billionaire who owns this uh, who owns this uh, this castle in Bavaria. And she went all the way to Bavaria to get a scoop on this Helena Hart woman. Mm-hmm. I don't really understand how she sneaks into this party. It looks like she just wrote her name into an ev- invitation.
1: Yeah, so you need an invitation to get in, but... The name that was on the invitation originally was, like, crossed out, and she wrote her name in pen.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and the guy at the door, I think, only lets her in because he's horny. At least that's what happens later on in the movie. He just looks up and down at it and goes, Yeah, okay, have fun in there, sweetheart.
1: Yeah, Yeah, he just lets her in because she's, I guess, he thinks she's cute or whatever. So, yeah, it's just that easy to get into an elite party.
0: Let's talk about what she's dressed like. She says throughout the movie that she's dressed like cupid the only thing about her that screams cupid is that she has cupid's bow and arrow that yeah. she secretly has set up some kind of recording device or
1: no it's a, a camera. camera yeah a camera
0: and it's in the arrow and she keeps clicking a button that mm-hmm. takes pictures
1: yep so she's secretly taking pictures of people. At this party. Now, I'm still unsure of what scoop she's trying to get. I, mean, I don't know. I, I she's just, just trying get to get
0: it. some kind of gossip on this woman. And, and and that doesn't make any sense either because, well, I just wanted to, to get this down. This woman's outfit. And what what is our main character's name? Let's just say her name because okay, so I don't even know the actress. The main
1: character's name is uh, Rebecca. 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 She is dressed like, uh, kind of like a Greek goddess.
0: Yeah. She, she, she. I would say that she's like Marilyn Monroe with a black cape on for some reason.
1: Yeah, she has a black cape on and, and a and
0: Marilyn Monroe strap type. Uh, what's that called? Where the strap goes up and it oh, holds up yeah, like, yeah, the like the a, boobs and a halter.
1: But it's up, yeah, but yeah, it's like
0: a white one. But she has some strange black small cape on.
1: Yeah, the outfit doesn't make any sense. But yeah. so she and she is,
0: also has like a little mask that she's holding up to her eyes. Yeah, nothing about it or it's Cupid.
1: No, she doesn't it, have like wings. None, none. of these people are dressed as really anything yes. in particular. They're all dressed in like you know weird costumes and stuff, like a masquerade.
0: I should point out that the actress' name is Michelle McBride. She was in the subspecies films. Yep. Um, yeah, she she will she sneaks into the party and she someone instantly steals her uh, mask and just puts it on herself. Some woman just randomly takes it from her and puts it on herself. Yeah, I
1: thought that was weird. Maybe
0: to stop her from carrying it the whole movie. Um, but there's odd shit going on at this party. They're playing a Cuban chessboard? And every time someone moves a piece, or which is a person, everybody claps.
1: Did you say a Cuban chessboard?
0: They're playing a Cuban chessboard?
1: Or a human chessboard?
0: I, I said human. <laughs> But I like Cuban <laughs> chessboard. You board. said
1: Cuban. What would a
0: Cuban chessboard be? Like Latin sandwiches or something I mean, on there?
1: No, a bunch of Cubans. A bunch of Cubans playing chess. I mean, what else? They could would have, have been
0: they... Cuban. They're Bavarians.
1: <laughs> so like it's a Cuban.
0: They're playing a Cuban chessboard. <laughs> anyway, Mark Cuban. I'm
1: trying to find ways to entertain myself. So I am. I was bored to shit with this movie. Bored out of my mind with this movie there is nothing to discuss really okay
0: so moving on sorry (laughs) so yeah the party's weird and we start getting introduced to our main characters which is a bunch of idiots well we instantly get frank stallone as duke who is just doing i don't know flirty he's flirting flirting. he doesn't actually seem like a douche he, At first. he
1: does well. You, you At first, know he seems just
0: like he's like a normal guy, just being like, "Hey, who are you? You're pretty, you know. I want to get to know you."
1: I don't know. I guess because he's Frank Stallone, he has that like overly Italian look going on, and I'm it like, is uh, odd. "It is odd." You know, he he just doesn't belong there. Yeah. He just looks different. Um, but I automatically thought, "Oh Lord, he's going to be an idiotness."
0: Hi. Hi. Beneath this, I'm just a duke, and beneath that, you're just what are you? I'm Cupid. <laughs> Cupid, right? Yeah. Really strange is that Elena Hart, this woman that he's she, she's looking for, has some kind of sexual relationship with Frank Stallone's character Duke. They're yeah. they're like in some kind of weird relationship.
1: It's pretty weird. Yeah, she's there's much a older. Huge age gap. Yeah, a huge. Um, but she doesn't look you know, bad or anything. She's kind of sexy for her age. She's got like, you know, her knockers are hanging out. And, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, she looks kind of sexy, but...
0: I I, mean, I don't know about all that, but uh, she reminds me of uh, What's-Her-Face from Twin Peaks. The one that pretends that she's oh, dead. Oh, Piper, she Lari- like, Piper Laurie.
1: <laughs> I guess I can see that. Yeah.
0: Oh, we also see Sele- um, Colette, which is a French woman...
1: Yeah, that's Christine Lundy.
0: Yeah, she's a French woman who uh, I guess is an actress. Yeah. And, and uh, I, Frank Stallone's Duke character is supposedly an actor. Yes. These is. are all like upper class people, apparently all rich. Uh, we also get like an Egyptian... Uh, well, we get a doctor woman. It's a young, yeah. young doctor woman.
1: I need help with that situation. Dr. Karen. Oh, okay. Dr. Karen. So... You know, it's like that moment in Clue, one by one you all arrive.
0: (laughs) Well, there's another woman, I can't remember her name at all, and she's like dressed like an Egyptian, and uh, she's somebody famous, I think she was an artist. They're all kind of like these uh, big elite people, and they're the inner circle of the guy who owns this castle, who I already pointed out is uh, Inspector Dreyfus whose name is Ludwig. Ludwig. He apparently is uh, the owner of the castle, and his inner circle is this weird group of people. But we also get another character, while this um, reporter, our main character, is taking pictures of uh, Elena. with She's snapping the camera, but she keeps clicking it, and one of the characters in the inner circle hears it. Uh, I don't remember th- what this. It, was,
1: it was Elena that heard it. She's like, no, that's later on.
0: The first guy that sees it is her ex boyfriend. Oh yeah, Max. Max. So this is guy who's dressed like. Um, a French Dutchman or like a Dutchman I like mean, a he character. I
1: like, mean, he looks like one of those paintings, like little Lloyd Flutteroy That's or whatever. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs>
0: like the blue, little blue outfit, the baby <laughs> With, blue. Yes, and the, the frills, little Dutch boy. The frills, yeah. yeah. He hears the clicking and instantly notices that his ex-girlfriend is this reporter. Uh, what are the odds that one of this Ludwig guy's inner circle happens to be her ex-boyfriend who she left two years ago because she saw him in bed with colette or in the house with colette
1: no was it her was it colette she i think she um he was like in the beginning stages of an affair or something with
0: somebody later on this is my favorite line of dialogue um the characters kind of tell each other that they care about each other they're kind of like she's on out she's like i gave up men two years ago when i saw you with that other woman I gave up men because they just bring you down. And uh, I focused on my career. And he's like, are you still a model? And she's like, no, I gave that up. I'm going to be a serious reporter now. And I'm here to get information. But later on, the two characters kind of admit, yeah, kind of like, yeah. And uh, both both of them have, like, they're hung up on each other. But so she finally says to him, well, did you have an affair with Colette? And he says, no, but it's not for the lack of trying.
1: Were you having an affair with Elena?
0: Not for the lack of trying. But no, I left that to you. What the <laughs> fuck? And she's like pretty cool with it.
1: She's like, okay, well, I guess we're going to be back together now. yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. How romantic. Like,
1: that's so romantic. I've Jesus. always wanted a man to say, yes. yes, I wanted to have an affair with another woman. But I just, you know, chose not yeah, to. I,
0: I, it didn't work out. So uh, I'm back with you. Is yeah, that okay? Is that okay? Um,
1: <laughs> so
0: stupid. Well, we get like a... So basically, there's a whole party going on here. There's a lot of people in this house. We have that inner circle. But there's a giant party going on. And of course, at any party... You're gonna have your pop rock band.
1: Okay, this band. I mean,
0: just discuss all of this. It is
1: literally everything you see in any cheesy horror movie. This is like the guy who, number one, the lead singer of this band looks like he's about seventy-five. Okay, then he's got three. He's got three girls that are saxophonists.
0: They're the horn players
1: slash dancers yep slash backup singers think
0: uh, what's that uh simply irresistible video yes. with the women all dancing with the, horn, mean, the saxophones
1: the the fog machine you know just setting the ambiance and you know that he's just i mean it's just such a cliche band 80s band
0: oh yeah they all have those glasses that are like giant uh he's actually got like big money signs on his face
1: yeah i mean it's, it's just so extra and you know they're playing this party with all these elite snobs and the, the snobs seem to be into the music though <laughs> Like they seem to be, you know, everyone's dancing, having a good time. So it doesn't really seem like, okay, this type of music would not really appeal to the snobs, but it does. Nope. yeah. It's weird. So, everyone's dancing and all of a sudden, <laughs> and Clue, one by one you all arrive.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then they have dinner. And at the dinner table, uh, they invite Rebecca to the table, Yeah, because Max is inviting her to the table. And we get basically a conversation between each one and rebecca kind of asks how do you all know each other
1: yeah so they go around the table and they say how they know ludwig that's that was the question how do you guys know ludwig the guy giving the party um and they go around and they all say how they met him and it's some you know elitist crap um but then the weirdest moment happens where Elena, who's the aging film star... Now, mind you, the reporter's t- taking her picture left and right with her um, bow and arrow camera.
0: Oh, well, we should t- point out something that's happening off-scene of this scene. Is that there is a, a young um, waiter who uh, was trying to help out the main character find out who Elena was. And there are also cameras watching all the characters... And some mysterious figure is watching them. Well, the waiter goes off during this scene and gets murdered. In fact, he gets chopped with, I would say, Crocodile Dundee's uh, knife.
1: It's literally a huge, a
0: Bowie knife. Bowie knife, yeah. right? And it just slashes this guy's hand off?
1: Yeah, and then he gets stabbed. And then that's the end of him. And no
0: one ever sees his body. Doesn't nope. come back.
1: No, never comes back. Never but it's like, back we need him
0: all. to kill another person.
1: We're like, okay, great. So then you see... Um, but back
0: to the dinner table. Yeah, back to the dinner this table. With weird conversations.
1: It, it makes no sense. It has no bearing whatsoever on, on the movie. It's like, okay, yeah, we know him from art shows, or we know him from this, or we know him from, But nobody well, ever asks her, who Rebecca, are you? who are you? Yes,
0: no one ever even questions why she's sitting at their table with the elite yeah. inner circle of this Ludwig guy. Right. By the way, the Ludwig guy is talking about how important his friends are. And how much he loves them. And mm-hmm. how this is an important night. And everything's going to be so special. And all of this crazy shit. None of these people seem like they're friends.
1: No, not at all. But the girl um, who's, you know, the French girl, Colette, we could tell that she's like his concubine or whatever. So Well, it's
0: odd because he also has a scene off the scene where he is being medically treated by the other younger girl who is Dr. Karen. Uh she is giving him some kind of treatments and saying that he needs more skin grafts?
1: Yeah, I, okay. I, I
0: don't really understand any of this plot It line.
1: makes no fucking sense because they never go back to this. Yeah. So what I was thinking during this whole thing is, okay, just throw out everything we know about the Vincent Price movie because this is not it.
0: Yeah, this the is only not thing it. is it's themed. This house is themed to Edgar Allan Poe's stories.
1: Yes, it is, but it doesn't at all mirror uh, Vincent Price's... No, Price. it has nothing to do with nothing. it.
0: It's a Mask of the Red Death party... There is a giant clock that is the pit and a the pendulum. Yes. There are raven statues everywhere. Yeah. That's about it.
1: That's it. And so um you know this guy supposedly needs some kind of infusions and and some kind of uh, skin grafts or whatever and that's what the doctors telling him like we need you to do this we need you to have more you know, more skin, more whatever. And they never go back to this it, until it only the go, end of the movie. They
0: only kind of talk about it in passing. But virtually what everything that's happening in this movie is setting up red herrings. Yeah. Just to get you to go, it could be anybody. But the thing is that none of the characters are likable. Even our main character, Rebecca. Oh, oh my gosh, Nobody's likable. Everybody's kind of a big asshole or a dumb fuck. And I would say that what's really crazy is the people talking around the table. Their backstories are wild, too. They're like, Ludwig found me in obscurity. And I owe everything to Ludwig. And Ludwig's like, you have talent. I just saw talent in all of you. Mm -hmm. But the thing that seems to be the worst stinger is that he might have had sexual relationships with women in this group. Because the older one, Elena, she seems really pissed off that she seems like she's now old news and she's the oldest well
1: she is because now he's banging colette um and he's all about the french girl and duke who is frank stallone is doing elena who's about 25 years older than him
0: yeah and he seems mad about it and he basically sounds like he's jealous it's very confusing what's happening
1: yeah I, i don't know if any of these people even like like each other at all yeah like why are they even at this ball it's, it's not
0: established well they seem like they all care about ludwig in the sense that he has helped them all
1: yes like when frank is only was famous his acting career like yeah. he set off his acting career like he's helped everyone become famous like you know colette she's an actress and the other one was a model and yeah.
0: you know it's for a guy who's talking about how important all their friendships are to him he doesn't really care about any of them because Colette is begging him to talk to her alone and to go off with her and not do these parties, just spend time with her alone. Uh, he doesn't listen. Elaine is ver- visibly just like mad and upset about something. He doesn't go and help her. Um, the Dr. Karen character takes care of him, but for some reason feels like she has to hide a sexual relationship with the rock star in yeah, this movie
1: it's really I, weird the, i don't the really guy understand band, any kind of this
0: yeah and and frank stallone's dude character seems like he's jealous but at the same time he's an asshole to alina i don't really understand what's going on in this group and even the painter also seems to have had some kind of relationship with ludwig mm-hmm. because they all keep mentioning these uh times they have Like sunburns on the beach or where they were with him. Like, it sounds all sexual, but you don't really understand.
1: Right. And, you know, I mean, it just seems to me like when you look at it from our point of view, it looks like they were just using him to get famous, you know?
0: And the one that does not fit is Max is never really explained how he knows any of
1: them. No, because he's also a reporter just like Rebecca,
0: yeah, Isn't so why would, he, why would he be a part of this group? Right,
1: I have no idea. Like, how did she come to see him there in Bavaria? Like, and she hadn't seen him in years, and all of a sudden they meet at this party? Like, how did he get in?
0: Is he a reporter?
1: He is. Because he made mention of it.
0: When he meets, he sees her, he asks if she's still a model. Like, he met her as a model. Yeah, he's a so photographer. So maybe he's some kind of... Oh, he's a photographer. Yeah. Okay, so he's an artist, too. Yeah. So he's more than just a but reporter. But he's
1: yeah. like a journalist or reporter, whatever. And um and so how did he get invited to this shit anyway? That makes no sense. Yeah, I don't even know if
0: we're establishing that.
1: then out of nowhere, you know, Duke, who is Frank Stallone, just insults Elena and says, you know, you're old. I don't know why I keep you around. And so she goes running off and she's all upset. And, and he doesn't go after her. But she- our, our main... That's not what
0: pushes her. I think that pushes her is the other girls are basically insinuating sexual relationships. And she's like, oh, one day you'll all be like me. Yeah. And then he said... And then Frank Stallone says something about how she's found new boys... Okay. Or that replaced you replaced me with like what you made a joke about it, like sports boys or something funny and you were like, What the fuck did he say? Well, it? he developed a taste for Fisher Boys, if I remember. He develops taste for Fisher Boys.
1: Yeah, I didn't understand. I didn't understand.
0: It. And that's when she gets visibly mad and runs off and nobody at the tail will go after and Ludwig's just like, someone go after her. And yeah, they were so like, no. the
1: blonde girl, our you know protagonist, I guess Rebecca, she goes after her.
0: And we, I mean, really, you think it's kind of she's like, oh, I kind of feel bad for her now. Yeah. But no, she's a reporter and she's just looking for a scoop.
1: Yeah. So she takes the friggin' camera out of the the bow, the Cupid's bow that she's carrying around, and she follows her to try and get some kind of a, a story. And what she sees is a tussle in the hallway between Elena and this cloaked you know, all in yeah. red figure. A ghost
0: face in the mask of the Red Death.
1: Yeah. And um, the, so they're struggling and they're struggling. And do you think that Rebecca would actually help her and be like, oh, hey, you know, or call somebody for help or something?
0: No, she just keeps no. taking pictures. She just
1: keeps taking pictures of this happening. Until
0: and... she finally says, someone help me.
1: Yeah, until, and until that's finally. And then too late. And it's too late because. She disappears. That's it. She's gone. Um, And then what? Like three minutes later, we hear like a scream and she's on the, the floor dead Elena with like a cut to her neck. It looked like
0: that's the craziest part. This movie just keeps jumping around because all the characters are in other spots all of a sudden. Now everybody was at the dinner table. So, you know, it, it can't be any of these characters. Right. And yet the next shot is everybody scattered from that dinner table. And Elena dead at the end of a staircase laying across the stairs with what looks like her neck slash. And Ludwig just goes, oh. oh, she must have fell.
1: It was the most nonchalant thing I have ever seen in a movie.
0: Yeah, and and Rebecca goes, what are you talking about? I saw her fighting with somebody in the hallway. It was a guy in a red outfit. And he goes, you don't know anything about what she saw.
1: She must have fallen. How? Oh,
0: I don't know. Sometimes she drinks alone. She was upset. She was quarreling with someone. Someone in red. I saw them. You don't know what you see. Yeah, and then he, she says, "Why are you saying he? She fell down the stairs. There's clearly rope strangle marks on her neck." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Huh?" And he looks and he goes, "Hey, look! There's saffron on around her neck. Oh, we were eating saffron chicken.
1: Oh, oh who's got yellow hands?"
0: And he look up the stairs, and uh, the he's got like a butler that follows him around in this mm-hmm. movie, and he's got what looks like Cheeto stains on his outfit, his white outfit. And they're like, look, he's got Cheeto stains. And he goes, we all do. We had the saffron chicken. Mm-hmm. We all ate with our hands.
1: Yeah. And so they wanted someone to pin it on. And we're just like, okay, I, all right, I'm already, like, d- done with this movie. We're only, what, 10 minutes in at this point? And I was like, okay.
0: Well, you were done. The moment, the next moment, because it's so jarring, no one gives a shit. Because okay. some people yeah. have, they say that some people have left the party at this point, point. and he wants people to stay at the party, and they find the rock star sitting on the steps waiting, and then mm-hmm. the girl says, "Hey, we play some music and get everybody back into the spirit." For now, Ludwig, a
1: fucking body was just found on the stairs. But
0: the best part is that he starts playing, and then we see a scene as they're playing music and everybody starts dancing again of people carrying the body off.
1: Oh my God! The I mean. It's not even the coroner. They never called the police. They
0: never called police? It
1: was like party guests carrying her out on a stretcher. Yeah,
0: two butlers or two uh, waiters yeah, just carrying her just carrying off her in, her a, in a sheet.
1: I'm like, where are they putting this body? Yeah. Why didn't they call the police? Will
0: it come back? No. No,
1: no, it doesn't come back. So they start playing music again after there was and just a dead body. Dancing. And everyone starts dancing like nothing ever
0: happened. No problem. I problems. was
1: like, there's no way that this is this is real. This can't be real. It
0: doesn't fill her. And, and everybody just keeps going back to their business. And literally, one of the next scenes is Colette. um, Two party guests go up to Colette, and they go, "Oh, hey, Colette, Um, are you the old Colette or the new Colette?" The new Colette can't get a job to save her life. Are you still doing uh, commercials, cheap commercials? And And this upset. Feel really bad. It this upsets Colette, and she starts crying. And she goes to Ludwig, and she kind of begs him to like, "Can we leave? Can?" can we go somewhere else? I want to spend time with you. I don't want to be here. Why do we always have to have parties? And she's she's upset. And Lovewick's just like, eh, why are you so... He actually goes, why are you so upset? One of their friends just died, first off. And she's like, he's just going, well, why so down? Why, why do you get into the party spirit?
1: Oh, well, okay, yeah. Let's do a quick two-second recap. Number one, reporter sneaks into a party. Woman dies,
0: and a a waiter dies. No one ever notices the waiter dies.
1: Band starts playing, like nothing ever happened. Body gets carried out and put somewhere, like nothing ever happened. And Colette, uh, we all know that Ludwig has some kind of disease or something's wrong. Yeah, something's wrong with him. Something's wrong with him. He's dying. No one
0: else seems to know about Doctor Karen.
1: Yeah only dr karen and so then we know that colette has some kind of like complete dependency on this guy she's completely obsessed with him and wants to be his one and only girl and she's just you know all about him and then we have frank stallone who's you know just there there's no reason for him to be in this movie at all Um, yeah all these now we have elena the aging actress she's dead carried her off and now we're. How many times
0: we double down on like, that? Like the
1: way I'm fucking like saying this, I, I can't even believe I'm saying it. The, but we're really the cut. best part about all this. Cut forward to
0: just cut to a shot of the like Max and the Rebecca flirting.
1: Okay, so they used to date. That's that's confirmed.
0: Yeah, but it's just like they're flirting after she witnessed a murder.
1: Now they're they're sitting at a goddamn table. Right? That's later.
0: That's way later on. It gets even funnier. It's another but, death. Happens. I
1: mean, for okay, yeah, okay. Well, there's a lot of death in this this movie. But um, first of all, after the um, Elena dies, uh, they all, a lot of the guests start leaving. But the best thing after this is they're dancing. Uh, you know, some of the guests are leaving, but then the ones that stay because they started playing music, so some stayed, and they started dancing a lot. A lot. A stay. lot of people stayed. Um, And then this is the scene that I needed help with because I didn't understand.
0: Ludwig's famous egg hunt?
1: Yeah. And now,
0: ladies and gentlemen, this evening's special surprise for your entertainment
1: on this night of all nights, King Ludwig's Great Easter Egg Hunt for the truly grown-up children. So Ludwig does an... An egg hunt, an like an Easter, Easter egg, egg hunt. hunt, but it's it's a Fabergé egg hunt. Yes, so,
0: these are like million-dollar eggs.
1: Yeah, hidden in the castle, and I guess if you find one, you get to keep it. Yeah. I don't even know.
0: And you only have a certain time limit.
1: Now, mind you, if I was a guest at this party and I saw someone dead on a stairwell, I would probably go home, you know, call the police, you know, just... Maybe be a, a a bit of a hot mess for a bit. Well, these
0: people are excited,
1: and these people are excited for their egg hunt Look, because Joe, they have really rad eighties music playing, and oh, they are just so into
0: it. Rad is a uh, mm, I don't know if yeah. that's the correct word here. No,
1: that's sarcasm. Yeah,
0: okay, good. But I will say that if I saw Elena dead on the store, the door, like the the stairs, and then someone said, "Hey, go find some million dollar eggs to keep," I think I'm going to stick around and go get some eggs.
1: I mean, but would you call the police? I mean, I, I think I'd call the police. I mean... I would
0: look at you and go, there's a million dollar eggs. we wow. got to get those fuckers. You're a demon. <laughs> hey, hey, we just went to Vegas, okay? Like, I'm wishing for some of that. If someone asked me, hey, go find some eggs. You and got there's just a dead body minutes you're and you're stepping to get, get some over? eggs. I'm like, hmm. Okay. Yeah. No, you wouldn't. You would Sorry, be very
1: Lena. uh You would be very um, uneasy about all this. Party. Oh, you and- mean over easy? Oh, I see what you did.
0: Well, okay. Oh. The characters are so excited now. They run off to get these eggs, right? One of the characters, the rock band stops because the rock band even wants eggs. I and mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't? And he doesn't actually want the eggs, the singer. He wants her someone else's eggs. Ew. <laughs> he sneaks off with Dr. Karen and we see an entire scene where Dr. him and Dr. Karen or like basically admitting that they're hooked up and he's telling her that you shouldn't worry about ludwig you know and you we don't care about him you know like he's got to move on i don't think they're in a relationship it's very odd and we see that ludwig is watching it on video cameras
1: Yes, he's watching this. He seems very upset. And they're flirting, and he's unbuttoning her top, and the whole thing. And he could see this on camera. I don't
0: know why this is a thing because they don't. I don't know if they're in a relationship. I don't know.
1: I don't think they are because he's doing Colette, you know, the French girl that's obsessed with him. I guess it's
0: very confusing. Yeah, because there's also that other woman, the other uh, the artist. Who knows?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know.
0: So uh, when they go off. Uh, Dr. Karen. Well, no, because while Dr. Karen and him are flirting around, the artist goes into a room. Right, the artist goes into a uh, a room that has some kind of like it's like a, a loom. What is it? A loom? Oh, we, the, the okay.
1: Like yeah, like the, you weave, you weave like a rug or something. Yeah,
0: and the killer in the red mask ties her into the loom.
1: Yeah, it's like um, it's like he he strings her up, kind of like something Pithead would do in Hellraiser.
0: Yeah, he ties her. He, he basically threads her.
1: Yeah, he threads her in, so so she's like stuck in there. She's stuck in the loom, and but she's still able to scream. So Rebecca hear, hears the scream and runs well, in there. Well,
0: there's actually a scream, and they run to it, and it's just a woman who found one of the eggs. Yeah, that's a she dupe. screamed. Yeah, and they're like, I found one. I was and like, by the way, she's found one. On the floor in the middle of the staircase.
1: Yeah, it was just lying there. I'm like, yeah,
0: she's laying across it. Who screaming. hit these
1: eggs? This this guy sucks.
0: Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. Did she trip over a carpet on the way and find <laughs> an egg in it? Like, I have no idea what the hell that was about. But somehow Rebecca finds this other girl in the loom, tied in, and we just see like she was sewed in. And instead of Rebecca doesn't like cut her out. No, she's just kind of like, oh, oh no, I'll help you. No, and then the woman dies, this and I went, what is she dying from? This
1: character is so fucking awful. Okay, she is awful. Everything she does in this movie pisses me off. She yeah. doesn't do she doesn't react? That's smart. She yeah. doesn't react on time. She's just awful. The actress is awful too. I'm mean, just terrible. The character and the actress suck.
0: Um, and so... But what is the girl in the loom? The girl tied into the ropes.
1: What did she die from? I, I don't know. It just seems blood like it, loss?
0: It just seems like it's in her skin, like piercings.
1: Right. That's what it looked like. It looked like, um, like when you, you go to one of those tattoo conventions that like have meat hook hanging, that yeah. kind of thing. Or like anything from salt There's not blood
0: much. pouring all over the floor. No,
1: but she does, she is bloody. But like, I mean, yeah, but she um, died.
0: On, she just dies.
1: But like the, the girl... You know, screams and, you know, people come in the room and they're just like, oh, darn.
0: Well, everybody comes in the room and they're like, oh, shit. And then a couple party guests we don't know come in the room and they go, ah, and they run out. And then mass hysteria happens and half the party runs out screaming and then Ludwig closes fences in the doorways.
1: It's a gate. It's a gate in the doorway. big,
0: Big iron gates come down.
1: Yeah, it's like House on Haunted Hill when they can't get out, that that sort of thing. And the gate is supposed to open in 6 hours. So there's there's some people that are stuck in there. We got our main cast members. It's our main cast members. Um and and the the asshole singer from the band, he's stuck in there. He doesn't seem to be bothered. It doesn't seem like anyone's bothered that they're stuck in there. Um there's a killer on the loose. Um and these people are acting like nothing happened. Um and the one girl who's Dr. Karen, we see that she, yeah,
0: the, 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 they all come down to the lobby and they all kind of hang out and they uh, the singer starts playing on the piano. He yes. plays more more you know f- music free, you know copyrighted music, you know free copyright. Um, and all the characters kind of get into a situation. Rebecca and Max play cards
1: there's a killer on the loose
0: yeah um frank stallone comes down and gets mad at the music they they start establishing and they're like we need to find the killer and everybody's kind of like freaking out except ludwig is kind of like oh no i don't want anybody to leave this house and they're like why do they want nobody we got to search this house and see if there's a way out and we should and rebecca's like finally like i don't think we should stay here to die So she's like, we need to get together, go in a group. And so her and Max go to search the house and they talk, the musician and Frank Stallone and uh, Colette is like, I'm going to go. And then Frank Stallone's like, well, I'll come with you. And everybody kind of goes off to go search the house. And the the musician just keeps playing. uh, his music he doesn't go search
1: what is wrong with this asshole like there's murders uh, being committed in this house and he's sitting there you know like okay if if, let me tell you if i was in his position and i did get stuck in here i would at least go look for the eggs (laughs) i mean i wouldn't be sitting there playing music waiting to be hacked to death
0: yeah and especially since dr karen is missing in these scenes
1: dr karen's missing
0: well I think she finally goes back to the lab because Ludwig is getting sicker. And he's acting really strange. And so Dr. Karen's like, I'm going back to the lab. I'm going to see if I can make you more stuff. Um, She ends up screaming. And the musician hears it and goes to run to her aid. And we see that the man, the person, or whatever the hell it is, the mask of the Red Death, is slashing at her and cuts her belly and slashing at her a lot. And the musician runs in and he throws acid in his face.
1: Yes, that's right. He Uh, throws acid. That's right.
0: And then, oddly, the girl crawls for a little bit. I
1: mean, she gets slashed a lot. Yeah,
0: she just starts crawling upstairs. She kind of gets away. And for some reason, uh, the musician attacks for no particular reason. I think either Frank Stallone or Max just starts attacking him. I don't know why, maybe because he can't see. And then he just dies, the musician. He just dies.
1: There there was a little bit of a struggle there. And that was it. It was like that.
0: Yeah, while Dr. Karen is strapped into the clock that is the pit in the pendulum, where her head is under the pendulum coming down.
1: Now, that was pretty impressive because why would you have that in the clock? There's there's a clock. How did they
0: not notice that was in this wall? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a freaking like. Blade, like, wh- why would this be in this person's house? What is this?
0: I mean, it's pretty fucking neat. I, I, I like mean, it, the- but it to have the body strap table underneath it with a head spot is all. Yeah,
1: lot. like that's a murder. It's a murder house. Yeah, like, it, who, it- who would do that?
0: So she's strapped in perfectly, and Rebecca sees this, and Rebecca's way of trying to save her from this device, yeah, is Asinine. just. Just one dumb thought after another. She actually gets inside the device and tries to stop the wheels from turning? Not stick anything in them to jam them. Right. She just literally just keeps trying to grab one.
1: Everything this character does in this movie makes me physically irate.
0: it's There's not even, like, no way to unstrap her?
1: No, she's got, like, um, you know cuffs on her arm so you would need a key or something to get her out of there i mean but holy shit even even so find a metal something to put in those gears to stop the pendulum from flying
0: or stick something around her neck area to block the thing from cutting her
1: yeah no she doesn't do anything she doesn't, like
0: that she doesn't do anything she just grabs the damn gear well that doesn't work out very well because dr karen's head is cut right off
1: yep and then the remaining people who is colette And uh,
0: Duke, Duke, Kaled,
1: and Ludwig,
0: Rebecca, Max,
1: and Max are are like screaming like, you know, holy shit. And the butler. Oh, and the butler.
0: And everybody thinks it's the butler.
1: Everybody thinks it's him. He
0: is a very odd person. Even Ludwig doesn't understand why he's there.
1: Yes, and he's oddly missing during a lot of the scenes, too. So I was like, okay. If it wasn't Frank Stallone, because our rule is it's always probably the most famous or second most famous person in the movie. That's who the killer usually is. Um, so I was like, oh God, it's got to be Frank Stallone because he was missing for a time there. Um, so it's kind of like if this movie was more like Agatha Christie to me, we're like, okay, who done it? Um, yeah, I guess. It, it was more like that. Like there was no elements that I saw that reminded me of the Mensa Price movie. But um, except for the guy in the red cloak, that's
0: it. Yeah, that's the party theme. Yeah,
1: yeah that's the party theme. That's it.
0: So yeah, I mean, the the they all basically go uh, again more split up scenes, and of course everybody separates. So it just makes you think anybody's the killer. Colette is hell bent on it being the butler, uh, and we see that Max goes off in one room. And Max is confronted by the Red Death character and they have a fight and he is stabbed in the chest. He is axed in the back and he removes the mask and is shocked and dies. Mm -hmm. So everybody finds Max's dead body and that makes everybody more sad and they think it's the butler because he's missing again. So they all split up and... Uh, hilariously enough colette goes in the hallway and takes some red pills now i guess that that's a, a clue guys so she sits on the floor uh, colette and she's crying and frank stone's looking for her because frank stone's into her and frank Stallone finds her and finds the pills and starts talking about himself and the camera she, she puts his hand her hand on his hand And the camera slowly goes to his face as he has a little monologue about how he really wasn't uh, a kid at a school and a a lawyer and all this stuff. And everything was a lie and that he really loved Elena and that she was his best friend and he was jealous and he was afraid to say anything and all this stuff. And he's like, you know what I mean, Colette? And then Colette's not there. Who's really holding his hand is the the mask of the Red Death.
1: I was like, okay. At that moment, I was like, okay, this is too stupid right now. Yeah,
0: and we get a we get a Frank Stallone sword fight. I we mean, get a. It was kind of the your,
1: neatest thing in the movie, even though it was the six finger man. Yeah.
0: Fight, and it's fucking obvious at this point what's going on, I, I think, anyways, but. Frank Stallone is killed. He falls down the stairs dead in front of uh, everybody else. And there's only a few characters left.
1: Yeah. And so obviously, and we see
0: that the butler is was under the bed when Max was killed. And he is also dead. He is gutted. And he survived long enough to strangle Rebecca and then die. And then Rebecca survives the strangulation, runs downstairs while Colette, well, she runs to another room. Colette is bringing Ludwig into her room. She says, we can be alone now. And I, I'm so glad we don't have to have worry about any of those other people bothering us anymore. And she brings Ludwig into her room where she has all of the murder weapons. And pictures of all the characters that she has killed.
1: Yeah, so they all have exes, red Xs yeah. through their faces. It's like, okay.
0: And he's like, oh, my God, you're the killer.
1: Nobody saw this before. <laughs> he's like,
0: I'm dying. I, I, I'm sick. I need my medicine. Or I can't help if I'm not strong. I can't help you get out of here. And Colette's like, you're trying to lie to me. And, of course, that's where Rebecca runs into the room. Everybody's dead. She knows it's Colette because she sees makeup on the inside of the mask that max removed
1: yeah she looks at the mask that she that max took off of the the killer and she's like oh my god it's mascara
0: oh yeah it's mascara was all <laughs> but
1: i will say that any of the men in this movie could have easily that's been wearing true that mascara.
0: that's very true uh, sure ludwig and her are able to sneak off together to try to get out of the castle by faking that someone's in bed which makes colette go oh oh you're ready to go in bed already oh oh, oh. And then she says, oh, you're not even a you son of a bitch. And then she runs downstairs. No, can I just talk
1: about this actress's facial expressions? Oh,
0: it's, um, well, she, can we also do her voice?
1: Oh, my, no, I won't. <laughs> oh, I guess you Ludwig, wig. I was,
0: you know, yeah. like that.
1: I mean, it was just so embarrassing.
0: We're finally together. <laughs> you and me, we're finally together. And we're going to be uh, together.
1: I don't know what voice that is, but it's definitely not French.
0: It's not what she's doing? No. Wee oui, wee. Oui.
1: Yeah, there you go. wee.
0: oui. oui. song. Like a flower. A flower that has no name. So uh, so she runs downstairs with a handgun, and she shoots both of them. Yes. And she's very excited because she thinks she only shot Rebecca. And she says, oh, Ludwig, are we get any other? And Ludwig is dead. And Rebecca's alive.
1: Yes, a fight ensues. Yes, fight and that's ensues.
0: when Colette's accent drops from oh, "I guess you, I guess you so much, I guess you, I'm gonna get you, son of a bitch."
1: Yeah, so she was faking the accent the whole time, <laughs> the whole entire time she was faking the accent. Um, I thought this is pretty funny because it, a lot of stuff that happens in this movie is kind of like, um, it kind of mirrors Clue. One of our favorite movies of all time. Because, I would never say like, that. Well, I'm just just think about it. Just it's think just about a formula it. because it's kind of like the formula. Yes, it's a formula of
0: any murder. Mystery.
1: There's a Colette, and then there's you got Colette in this movie, and then you have Yvette in the Clue movie, and they both are faking French accents. Um, it's just it's just crazy. And then, um, in this movie though, like I I feel like. None of the characters are established at all as much as we need them to be, Um, but like in Clue, they were established. But um, I don't know. Yeah,
0: that's uh, like, it's like apples and diarrhea. (laughs) I mean, Clue's great, and you're talking about diarrhea. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, this is like bad. Uh, But the best part of the movie is she is able to knock out Colette. Colette, uh, she's able to smash the device to open up the. the, the I think the 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 draw drop uh, whatever the hell it is uh, that comes down the, the door that the... whatever before you said not the gate but whatever the hell you want to call it. it
1: it was a steel gate with like spikes on it that's what it was like right. in the castle like they were in a castle and they had a spiked gate
0: okay so it opens up long enough for it to go down and crush Colette.
1: It was a pretty epic death, I think.
0: Yeah, but the best part about this is she has to open up the fence again, the uh, the door again, which goes back up holding Colette in the air, yeah, which that was pretty, I that actually was pretty thought cool. that was funny.
1: I thought that was cool. Like, and, so she but was, we like, knew stuck on it.
0: once she goes through, Colette's going to wake up and grab her.
1: Okay, here's this, this is the dumbest thing of all time. The actress playing Rebecca turns, she's able to run out, but she stops and she looks up at the dead Colette hanging there. And of course we know that Colette's gonna come alive and grab her and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Like why are you standing there staring at her? Fucking run for your life. Haven't you been through enough tonight?
0: You yeah. Know, I actually said go back in and get some of those eggs.
1: You know, yeah, that probably would have been smart. Yeah. But uh no, she she, she just walks do that. out
0: credits, Finn.
1: Credits. Now
0: this
1: <laughs> I, there's no <laughs> This way. movie's so bad. <laughs> This movie is—I mean—I gotta tell you, this is not even good. Can can we just like literally jump to my segment of why we can't have nice things? Uh,
0: Please.
1: Because literally, there's hardly any reviews on this at all. Okay.
0: I I said 390 people have seen this movie, which. That's wild. I wonder how many of those wrote reviews. Okay.
1: Well, we don't have very many. Yeah. So I'm going to give you um, one 10-star review and one one-star review.
0: There's a 10-star review on this movie? Yes, sir.
1: Yes, sir. There are two. Good Lord. There are two of them, and I picked this one because (laughs) it's 10 out of 10. Great movie. Okay. (laughs) This is one of those horror movies that stick in your head just because it's plain weird and scary, too. It is about this hot photographer who visits an eerie castle where the partying and strange music never ends until death strikes. I really enjoyed this movie. I saw it on late night TV and never knew the name until I read a novel a day ago. Read the novel a day ago. I have been searching for this movie for a long time and must have it. And so should you. This is absolutely the strangest and scariest movie I have ever seen. 10 out of 10.
0: I mean... He read the person read the novel. Yes. And how would would why would the novel make that movie stand out? Because the name was the same. Because it has no other relevance to it.
1: It does not. No, no. But this is my favorite. This review. I don't even think this should be read, but I'm going to. Uh, This is a one out of ten. Mask of red trash. Firstly, I was punished for letting myself watch this painful trash the other day on TV. (laughs) I guess I rightly deserved it. Anyway, here is the plot. A millionaire invites his close friends to his castle, and suddenly, one by one, people start dying. Voila. You find out that there is a murderer amongst them. Yes, the mask of the Red Death. He looks more like Darth Vader painted in red. Now for the warnings. Number one, beware of Frank Stallone. A potential... (laughs) A potential WMD to all viewers. This is in no way related to Edgar Allan Poe's work. Watching this movie more than once might lead you retarded. Warning again, seeing Frank Stallone act is like putting chili powder in your eyes. I am blinded. Wow. Yes. Yes. Okay, well, first of all, Frank Stallone is not the one you need to be worried about. He's not that bad okay? in this. He's not that bad in this. It is literally, quite literally, the winner of the shitty acting award goes to the person playing Colette. She's awful. I, She's I... annoying, and her facial expressions are out of this realm of existence. I don't even know where she was coming up. with. Her eyeballs were falling out of her head the whole time. She looked like a deranged lunatic. Every shot she was in.
0: I'm going to give. I'm going to do something a little surprising probably. I'm going to say that none of the actors bothered me particularly. I didn't think any of them were terrible. Uh, the When the reveal comes that Colette is acting. You know is also acting pretending to be this model. And then she's actually somebody else. And she's crazy. It all kind of works. But I don't think any of them are particularly the worst. They're doing fine. It's my award for shittiest part is the director and the editing. Because the movie just has no there's no structure. There's no if they're following a script that's basic, but they're not doing anything interesting. So the actors have nothing to actually do. Yeah. And nothing they're doing actually works know in, in a structure of a movie it's just like flowing from scene to scene shots just happen literally one moment everybody's freaking out and the next moment everybody's just having a conversation yeah. it, no one seems to give a shit about anything that's yeah, occurring in the they're film
1: playing cards the, after two people were found dead yeah
0: there's there's a couple scenes where we were like did something just skip over something because yeah. there was that was an odd moment where they just like walked into a scene
1: yeah the editing it's was just like, really oh, bad oh, we're was-
0: out in the scene now
1: Really bad editing.
0: So my award for shit goes to this director and the editor. Like, this just did not gel into a piece at all that even an actor could act out of. This is a paper bag that no one can get out of.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Unfortunately, it's trash. Uh, it's, It's just not a good film. I will say that there is something here in that so bad it's good territory, but it doesn't get to that level. But there is an inch here there are stuff like that 80s feeling uh terrible 80s band 80s music bad you know um
1: yeah but like, that didn't get me as much as like say oh, Shock do- 'em dead it you
0: know oh by the way we never pointed out that at certain points we thought it was the band from Shock 'em dead playing oh
1: yes because uh, it sounded like in the background and you don't look it sounds like johnny yeah it and sounds like johnny a couple Spasticle times and-
0: uh throwback to our other episode um Yeah, it it feels like it's on the cusp of being so bad it's good. And it just never can even reach that. It can't reach mediocre film. It can't reach good. It can't even reach so bad it's good. So to me, this is on the bottom. This is a three.
1: Oh, wow, you're better than me. I'm giving it a two.
0: Yeah, I I can't give it a two. I feel like I've seen worse.
1: I mean, none of these characters were at all likable. You didn't root for any of them. There was no good deaths. There was no um, there, there's no like really good acting. It, the plot was a mess. The editing was a mess. This movie is a, is a two, no doubt. Um, I, I just have no words for the... This movie's trash. Now I'm waiting for you to do the rankings. We're going to go
0: to my segment, which is ranking... Uh, our ranking so far of Jesus. the worst movie. So uh, we started ranking our movies and we've done eight so far. This will be the ninth in it finally trying to rank them in order of what's the worst movie we've watched. Because we're always asking that question on this show, which I didn't say in the beginning. Usually I say it now is always asking the question of what is the worst movie? Is this the worst movie ever made? And if not, what is the worst movie ever made? So right now on our lists, we both have agreed that the worst movie we've done since we've been doing this is Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Yes. Is this worse or better than Mortal Kombat Annihilation.
1: Oh God, I hate to say it, but it's better. I, it's better because I gave it a two. I gave this movie a two. Yeah,
0: you're giving it a yeah. We both give. We both gave Mortal Kombat Annihilation a one. Yeah, it was just which pure trash. I feel like might have been.
1: Don't even say it. A little. Don't even say it's too harsh. Don't Joe, no.
0: Too bad. This review will die. <laughs> Um, uh, look, at least *Mortal Kombat: Annihilation* is nope. it's seeded in our brains forever. But yes, I, I I could never watch this movie again. No, but I, I think I could watch *Mortal Kombat: Annihilation*. No, again. oh hell
1: no! You're not going to do that with me in this house. We are not watching that movie so, again.
0: Our number two was *Bucket of Blood* from 1995. This I'm going to tell you. This October. Five movies straight of remakes, and they're all pretty close to the bottom here.
1: Yeah, they're really bad. So
0: where does this fall? Since Does it fall between Mortal Kombat Annihilation and Bucket of Blood from 1995 for you?
1: Yes, it does. It That's, falls between. It's exactly where it falls. So no. this is number two for you. Yes, it is. Number two. That This movie is I, garbage.
0: I am going to agree. Yeah. I'm I'm I mean, definitely going to agree that Mask of the Red Death. Um, it was almost
1: unwatchable because, I mean, if I hadn't been crafting at the same time, I would have fallen asleep. I mean, that's how bad it was. I mean, you put me in my recliner, my blankie, I'm out. I'm, I'm just knocked out. If it wasn't out. for the chickens. If it wasn't for the chickens, the, the crafting, <laughs> I would have been in my recliner with my feet up, and I would have been knocked out. Oh, my
0: God. This movie
1: was boring as hell. I didn't have nothing enjoyable about it. And I hated every single character in it. It was terrible.
0: All right, so on our lists, we've done nine movies now, and they've been listed. And now this is our number two and the worst movies that were made we've watched
1: this is, on yes, the show. Absolutely,
0: since we've been rating, we've got to keep saying that because we've. I think this is going to be like episode number sixty-five or something like that. Uh-huh. We've done sixty-five movies. We've only rated. Started doing this uh, tallying up. Yeah. In the last, you know, in the last ten and the last think nine. The worst podcast
1: so, that I, I did not like because I didn't like talking about the movie was the appointment. That's the one that but that's before we would started. Would you
0: even say that any of these are worse than do you I think mean, that appointment's worse than any of these?
1: Mortal Kombat Annihilation is still worse. Yes. But I mean but these other ones? Yes, it is.
0: It would definitely probably fall in five. I'm for
1: gonna you. go ahead and say that the appointment is worse. Than, than than this piece of shit we just watched, it's worse. Oh, I don't know. I about hated that. the appointment. There was so at least much. some
0: directing. It was an. Oh oddity. my god,
1: the driving, the fucking driving, the it, thing. There's that something gets me about in it, though. No. Uh, all
0: right, let's not go into this rant about oh, the yeah, appointment. i get you later. Everybody can go listen to our appointment episode about this rant. Um. So look, there's a silver lining here. Is there? Yes. Next month, we're gonna get to do something we desperately needed to do after these five movies because these five movies were garbage. So, uh, well, fire being the lesser. The first one was the weakest. I mean, it was the strongest and it got worse and worse for me there on, but this, um, November, we're finally going back to our, we're going to do our second annual Turkey fest where we watch our favorite bad movies, movies that we absolutely love. That are bad.
1: That's going to be a freaking hoot.
0: That we actually can't get enough of. We know they're not great. We know they're bad movies. But goddamn, we can't get enough of them, and we want to share them with you guys. Yes. So that <laughs> is the silver lining that we get to move on to something we love. And I will say it right now. First runner, first one up, is going to be my pick, which is Pieces. Warning. What you will see in the movie Pieces cannot be revealed, cannot be described, cannot even be imagined. And you don't have to go to Texas for a chainsaw massacre. Pieces, it's exactly what you think it is. Pieces, absolutely no one under 17 will be admitted. If you haven't seen Pieces, you gotta listen you to bastard. us talk about it because bastard. it's one of the best oddities ever made. So I cannot wait to go and rewatch it and talk about it because it is fucking hilarious. Yeah, I too and I've like seen it, it yeah. way too many times now. So I love it. I bought a 4K version of it.
1: <laughs> I know. We, 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 you know, we we do these kind of things, these love weird it. things. I mean, Nobody, I mean, there are people out there that that do this kind of thing where they buy obscure movies. And oh,
0: I'm, I'm, let, let's face facts. Uh, people who Fortnite. buy physical media still hold cult classics dear. Mm-hmm. And everybody's got those cult classics that they love and they hold dear. We have a ton. I actually wrote a list of movies to do on Turkey Fest because I like, kind of look forward to it. Mm-hmm. The only sad thing about November this year is... There's only four weeks instead of five, like last year. Yeah,
1: so we get two and two. Yeah,
0: we're only going to do two each. But that's okay.
1: You have to make it count, that's all.
0: All right, so let's let's cut the cord on this shit and get the hell out of here. Let's just say thank you for listening, anybody who's listening out there, and we appreciate you so much. And uh, we love doing this, and I hope you get a laugh at us talking about these bad movies. And uh, as always, if you want to hear us do any movie suggested to us, please, 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 Uh, Tell us the movies that you think are the worst. I would love to do that. And I think maybe in January, I think I really want to do people's picks. People have told me some movies, and I think we're going to do those. So Uh, right now, that's what I'm looking forward to doing. The
1: people's choice. I like that. Yeah.
0: Um, So, yeah, please hit us up on social media. I am Just Another Movie Night on uh, Instagram. And Joe is at The Crafty Misfit on Instagram. And you can hit us up there anytime. Send us a message. You want to hear something, you want to hear us talk about it, we would love to do it. Definitely share what you think is the worst movie ever made. And also, if you saw this movie we just talked about and you want to talk about it with somebody, I am really up for hearing about it. So uh, if you're that guy who gave a 10-star review to this, please uh, hit us up and tell us why. And if this (laughs) is your favorite movie of all time, what's the worst movie? Because I can't wait. So, uh, yeah, have a good one, everybody, and thank you. Goodbye. You don't know what you see. Why do I keep hearing click, 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 click like a death watch beetle? Click, 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 <laughs> like an old lady's dentures. <laughs> <Shut up>. <laughs> <laughs> They're playing a human chessboard?